0: I knew we were on to something when my customer started saying it back to me. Sure. And number two, I knew we were on to something when my employees started using it against me. <laughs>
1: Before you go, go. Don't leave me hanging on like a yo yo. As we start off episode number 148, let's try that again. Let's try 158 of the mm. promo Upfront front yeah. podcast, or we could call it 148 plus 10. Yeah. I'm one of your co hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, let's call him the master of the mission statement, the one and only Kirby Hossman.
0: Kirby. How the wham are you? I was going to say, any day that I can have George Michael and Bill Petrie serenade me as I start my day, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, Things are good, man. Just trying to keep, you know, it's in a little bit of that summer doldrum from a business perspective. And so we're trying to use that time to, to do a lot of proactive stuff. So things are good, buddy. How about you? i'm doing great thank you just to just clarify that was me singing as
1: andrew ridgely from wham not george michael that's my fault Uh, i I didn't know there's a very subtle difference uh (laughs) one has a good voice the other one does not um but no doing well it is uh so swampy outside i gotta tell you i am uh you know i know you're a big fan of summer this is one of those summers that i hate because i I haven't been outside to enjoy outside in over two weeks it's just flat out miserable Mm. um but you know what? That's okay. It makes me focus on work and making sure customers are happy. And, and yeah. you know, Kirby, as things often do, that got me to thinking, mm. uh, you know, you and I both love the customer testimonial. I don't think there's any any nah. question about that. So I'm sure. going to read you two quotes today. Right. And these come directly from Sage Ratings. And I want to see if you can use your vast industry knowledge uh, of suppliers to see which ones, which which supplier these two people are talking about. Are you ready? I will do my best. Yes. Quote number one, these folks are outstanding. They communicate, they follow up, and they do what they say they're going to do. Love that one. Yeah, that's good. Quote number two, had zero issues from start to finish. They make things easy, and I'm looking forward to doing more business with them in the future. Kirby, do you have a guess what company that might be talking about?
0: You know, it's funny. I and, and, and Can I just tell you, Bill? I don't know. I actually, like, I'm hoping that I get this right. Evans very correct yes okay. it's
1: evans of course. of course of course it is yeah of course give that man a prize <laughs> of course they're talking about evans and i think it's refreshing that evans continues to build those bonds with distributors because they make it so easy to work with them as part of the hpg family of companies evans continues their long-standing and well-known tradition mm. of making every single order as easy and frictionless as possible it's really a no-brainer to work with evans isn't it kirby
0: it really is. And, and one of the things that you, like, literally as I was listening to it, you, I was hoping I was going to get a hint. And when you said it was ease and it was really easy to work with, I'm like, well, that that is the thing that I think Evans is known for.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you. And I'm not the only one. In fact, they have been nominated again for a Supplier Star Award from PPAI. I think that's maybe... I don't have that in front of me. I think it's 876 years in a row they've been nominated for a Supplier <laughs> Star Award. And impressive. I know the team there would be honored if you voted for them by heading over to ppai.org slash Supplier Star. There's directions on that page. And please give them their your vote. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're headed to ASI Chicago in a couple weeks, they would love for you to stop by their booth. That's number 200. Can't forget that. Easy as pie. Booth number 200 to show you how they can make your life easier. Heck, I know I'm going to be stopping by. Uh, Even if you're not going to ASI Chicago, you can see all their fine merchandise and wares over at evans-mfg.com. All right, Kirby. I want to thank you from the bottom of my Billy heart for having the courage to podcast with me today on episode 148 plus 10. All right. (laughs) I have the upfront section of the podcast. I've got a couple different ways to go here. Um, I'm going to go this way. It's not really a promo topic, but it's very top of mind. Okay. I want to talk about a masterclass that I have seen this week in branding. Okay. And it's something I think we've all seen. Much of many of us have experienced. A lot of us have emptied our wallets because of it. And that's mm. Amazon Prime Day. Okay. Uh, I think they have done, Amazon being the they, let me identify my pronoun. I think they have done such a fantastic job of creating I don't want to say a holiday, but let's call it an Ooh. event in the middle of the year that they hype for weeks leading up to it. Oh, yeah. It's a two-day event. If you're not familiar with Prime Day, don't just turn off the podcast. You don't deserve to listen. <laughs> if you're not familiar with Prime Day, it is a two-day event where they Amazon has ridiculous discounts on a lot of great merchandise. Mm-hmm. And and people spend me, it's like Cyber Monday or Black Friday along those lines. But you know what I noticed this year is I got tons and tons of emails as I do from uh, other retailers online, almost to a, a organization. They use the word prime. We have some prime time deals, you know, it's Mm -hmm. a prime time to buy. And they were, so not only has Amazon created their own event, which I would love to know the statistics in terms of what how much people spend what kind of profits they make for those two days and what kind of strain it puts on their their logistics department yeah, yeah yeah um but but what what they, now you have their competitors following suit they have just kind of thrown up a white flag and said yeah we're just gonna have prime deals too even <laughs> though it's not on amazon it's yeah. really a thing now so i want to ask a couple of questions did you notice that Kind of subtle but epic branding this week, as as you have been, you know. I don't know if you went online. We'll talk about that in a minute about buying stuff. But did you notice the change, the branding, the shift from uh, a lot of their competitors? Uh, about yeah. Amazon Prime
0: Day. What I noticed, honestly, is that everyone I know was talking about it. And ultimately that's the goal, right? Like my my daughter Jade was like, oh, I need to buy some stuff, but I'm waiting until here. Hey, dad, you should go check this out because it's prime is coming up, blah, blah, blah. And then I did notice actually, uh, one of the things my wife was talking about was uh, Walmart's program where they're trying to to duplicate it and they were really aggressive uh, during this time too. And so, yeah, I, I, I think what you said was interesting. You said, I don't know if they created a holiday, but they created an event. No, they created a holiday. I actually 100, like when you said that, I'm like, that's exactly what they've done. And, you know, it's one of my things is like when people say, well, that's a made up holiday. They're all made up holidays, folks. They yeah. all are. And Amazon just made up one that, all, you know, most of us are following along. with. Well,
1: Van Halen Day in Pasadena, California is not made up. So there is an exception <laughs> that proves the rule. But back to the conversation about Amazon, Kirby. Um you're hundred percent right. It is a holiday. You, yeah. You're absolutely right. And in again, it's one of those things I, you know, I don't know when it started. I didn't do any research. I was just kind of jotting yeah. down some notes and thinking this is really just that proverbial snowball rolling down a hill yeah. started with a small idea, but now it is a thing. And I absolutely looked forward to it. Now the question I have for you and I'll answer as well. Uh, did you spend any money on Amazon prime day? And if you did, I want kind of a loose percentage breakdown stuff you needed like, yeah. you know, there's stuff I needed to buy. Like you were talking about either Jade or Skyler said, hey, I'm waiting to buy this until because I need it. And I want to see if there's a discount. So I want to I want a percentage breakdown of what you needed and then what you wanted.
0: Okay. Uh, so it's kind of funny uh, for us. We did buy something. We bought 12 TVs. Mm. <laughs>
1: so. Oh you did for you did it for your your building. Yeah,
0: yeah, so we are uh on the in the process of uh yes. in the process of buying another building and we're going to be doing some uh renovations and so yeah, we bought 12 55 inch TVs <laughs> and they're there all sitting in my basement right now. The FedEx driver was totally confused. Um but yeah, it actually did and we've like okay, if we're going to do it anyway, then this yes. is the time we should do it. So yeah, that's uh I'd say that's a purchase. We,
1: we did the same thing we we need there's some things we needed household wise that we uh waited on some clothing and things like that um and then I did get a couple things I wanted you know I'm going on the road in a couple weeks Mm. for ASI Chicago and I'm thinking I need a better microphone for when we podcast when I'm remote so I got an $80 podcast microphone that I've been looking at it was on on Amazon Prime for $22 I'm like beautiful that's a no-brainer right no-brainer so what I'd also love to see, so yes, I and I bought things I wanted to, which, you know, uh, yeah, I'm not going to share my, you know, I got like electric toothbrushes and stuff like that. Okay. Stuff that like, it's heavily discounted. I've kind of wanted one. Anyway, so... I would love a breakdown. You know how they around Christmas time they I say the average American spends X dollars on Christmas. Yeah. I would love to know what that is on Amazon. I, yeah. I, 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 I'm not going to go do the research because frankly, I'm lazy, but I would <laughs> love to know that. So if someone <laughs> would like to make up a number and present it as fact, I certainly would appreciate it. And I know Kirby would too.
0: Yeah, we will endorse it for sure. All right. Hey, Kirby, got a
1: question for you. Are you ready to make a big splash with towels? Ooh, Yeah. All right. Let's but do tomorrow, it. Hey, look, then you need to look no further than our friends at Kanata Towel because they have that awesome epicolor edge-to-edge sublimation. Beach towels, golf towels, workout towels, you name it, they've got it with that epicolor edge-to-edge vibrant photorealistic sublimation. No minimums, Kirby, no mm-hmm. setup charges, and the deepest inventory in the history of inventory. <laughs> I, I've done the research. <laughs> the deepest inventory. So you had really great, yeah, again. But seriously, no minimums, no setups. Um, and that's that's pretty awesome. And they've got products that will fit every price point. So learn more at KanataTowel.com. All right, Kirby, what topic do you have to uh, regale us with this morning?
0: That's a, it's a great transition because I want to talk about uh, where you, oh, of course, need an amazing beach towel, right? Um yes, so, you do. So you've done the uh, initial uh, promo cruise. Then you just did the promo queue. Um, So, but we, you and I haven't talked about that too much. And so I wanted to say, okay, you've got got two events, two very different events under your belt. So A, how have the events gone? I mean, this is certainly an industry topic. And then what are you've got another, you just announced, I think the next cruise coming up. Um, Correct. What are you looking to do differently or enhance with the next event?
1: Um, Okay. So I think we covered promo cruise a lot when that was over, great event. I mean, it was one of those events. It was so serendipitous, and it starts with the people we had on board. It was just a great group of people. Yeah. They gelled, and and it, there's there's the connections that were made there shows that the concept works and it works exceptionally well. Right. suppliers have written a lot of business simply because a new business, by the way, with distributors they hadn't worked with before because of that event. And I'm proud of that. I know Josh is very proud of that too. It's something we are exceptionally proud of. And then, but that's a supplier sponsored event. The promo queue is, Hey, it's a pay to play. You want to come as a supplier? Super. Of course there were product uh, sponsorship opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, and we got some great things. We got some great shirts from SNS. I think you wore one on one of your Monday minutes. Um, I was going to wear mine today. I just didn't. Um, we got some great uh, aprons. We got cornhole uh, from Peerless. We got nice. uh, really great uh, Bluetooth meat thermometers from our friends at Hearst. So, we got some great stuff there. But if you were a distributor and you wanted to come, you had to pay. Yeah. And what we're trying to do with that event, the promo queue, is really start shifting the conversation a little bit having distributors put a little skin in the game in yeah. terms of events this industry is frustratingly over overwhelmingly uh, financed by suppliers yeah um and and that that's probably going to continue but if when we have opportunities to shift that we're going to and so the promo queue for those of you who aren't familiar it was a one-day event in uh nashville uh right around the fourth of july mm-hmm. and it was kind of a little barbecue competition. Now, uh, I had a great time, uh, ate a lot of great food, and uh, all the proceeds went or go to musicians on call. We're still doing the final tally and all that stuff. Yeah.
0: Hey, can I but can music- I jump in? Yeah. Can I jump in? Yeah. So so one of the things that you said there that I think is really interesting is that uh yes, most of the events in our industry are supplier funded, supplier driven, yep. and you know, as a distributor, I kind of like that. However, Sure. I've been to several events where distributors do have to um, right put you know put some skin in the game. And I actually, as a distributor, while I'd like to save my money, I actually like it because I d- I think it thins the herd from those people who are the tire kickers and the trunk slammers that we talk about all the time. Those folks aren't interested. And so I find that the 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 people who go are the ones I want to network with and the ones that I can learn from and then I get more time with suppliers. So I actually think that's kind of interesting.
1: Well, one hundred percent. I think that's the way the industry is going, right? There's a difference. It's what's the old uh, the the uh, far the pig uh, in bacon. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, are you involved? A pig pig versus the farmer when it comes to bacon. One's involved, the other one's committed. Yeah, <laughs> and we want people who are committed to the industry. So when we have the promo queue, and you have someone a distributor spending their own money to fly out from San Antonio, to fly out from uh, Washington D.C., to fly out from Charleston, South Carolina, and spend money to spend in a hotel just to hang out with people that they like and want to do business with. That's a pretty incredible testimonial yeah. to what I think Josh and I are building. Yeah. Um, so you know the one thing about the promo queue, it was hot. You know you can't control <laughs> weather. There are things that are outside your control, and I will tell you, it was it was a it was a roaster that day. The the air temperature was 100, the feels like temperature was 116 because it was super humid out there. Yeah. We had fans, we had misters. Um, And then you add the fact you're standing over open fire. It was, it was a long day, but we had a blast. We had a blast. And then like you said, we have the second promo cruise coming up uh, this November. And uh, if people want to learn more about that, it's, it's a little different route than the first promo cruise, instead of going to Nassau, which we did on the cruise, you were on Mm -hmm. Kirby. We're heading to uh, Cozumel. So we're going to hit Cozumel and it's November 4th through the 9th. And, uh, We've got a lot of suppliers lined up already. We've got Bell Promo, we've got Shipenko, we've got Ruckus, we've got uh, a couple others already ready to go and yeah. they've already committed. And uh, so we're excited and we're building on that. So, you know, you want to learn more, head over to promocations.com promocruise. I don't want to be a commercial here, but, you know, it's, it's a pretty exciting thing of what we're doing. It's perfect for those suppliers that sometimes get lost in the shuffle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's And as a person who went on the event, what you said is exactly right. Like I've talked about that Thursday night when we're getting ready to leave on Friday and everybody like started to disperse. And then they came back distributors with distributors, suppliers with suppliers. The other thing I've noticed, and I'm sure you've noticed it is the suppliers who keep and continue to take pictures around the the country. Uh, Like, Hey, it's a promocations uh, reunion or whatever. And I was like, "I, I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. So
1: yeah, we're looking forward to Josh uh, and I are both going to be at ASI Chicago, um, and we're going to do. You have you know Kelly O'Brien, who's been Ooh. such a, a tremendous advocate for us uh, from SNS Active. We're kind of putting together a loose little reunion for all the people who are there. Awesome. So, you know, and and Josh and I are looking to do something in Vegas too. And again, we're just going to build on this thing. So it's a really exciting thing. It's one of those. It's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. It's a ton of work. More work yeah. than I think I've ever really done. But it's so much fun to see. All these things come to fruition. So I appreciate you asking about that, yep. Kirby. All right, let's 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 shift gears. At the outset, I called you the master of the mission statement.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I read an article uh, from our good pals over at PPAI mm-hmm. uh, on their website about the importance of a mission statement. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you, Kirby, do you have a mission statement? Just yes or no? Yes. Do you know what it is off the top of your head? It's okay if you don't, by the way.
0: Yeah, it's it's sitting right over there. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. I, 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 again, I'm not going to call you out without calling myself out because I, had, I prepared for this. Yes, I know this. what it is. <laughs> yeah. I prepared for this because I, and I go, I know I wrote a mission statement at the beginning of Brandivate, but I needed to read it again. Yeah. So I'd love to hear your mission statement if you wouldn't okay. mind.
0: Yeah, it is to help companies attract and retain both customers and employees.
1: I like that. I like that. So Brandivate is, Brandivate ignites and accelerates the growth of our clients through market innovation, tireless motivation, and the continual pursuit to elevate all aspects of their business. Love it. So we all have, we have mission statements, but I do think it's important to review them. I, I That's something I firmly believe you and I should be woken up at 317 in the morning on some yeah. random Tuesday and be able to spit that out without yeah. blinking. Yeah. So we need, both of us need work on that. But, yep, for sure. So the, de- defini- so the definition of a mission statement for people who don't know is it's a description of a company's culture, values, or purpose for existence. Kirby, I think yours is wonderful. I, I'd like to think mine's pretty good as well. Yeah. Why do we do this? So I want to talk about if people don't have a mission statement, why it's important to have one, and I'd like your take on this. So I want to walk through a couple reasons, or, or do you want to all chime right. in? Do you think it's important? Well, tell me, ask, do you think it's important to have a mission statement?
0: Yeah, um, and actually, uh, I think you and I have talked about this. We part of the reason that I have what's in front of me is the Vision Traction Organizers from the book Traction. It's a VTO. Yep. Um, yep. And what I found was by getting us all in line, it's something we hadn't done. Um, yeah. and so we actually, the reason it's sitting right here is we just had a meeting, um, to go over it after the first 90 days. And what I found was, is it, it gave us a bit of a common language, right? right. And then a common sort of purpose to say, yeah, okay, that makes yeah. sense. That is why we were in business. So doing that has been really helpful for us.
1: Yeah. And I agree. And so the reason I, you know, I, I'm a big fan of mission statements. I'm a big fan of constructing them, doing it together, doing it as a group. One, you got to clear, it clarifies your purpose and determines your direction. Yeah. The one I think it's best for though, and, and I've got one more after this, it really is a template for decision-making. Mm. When you're stuck with a directional quandary, which way do I go? What do we do here? Yeah, it's, it's one of the things we've talked about on this podcast a lot. It's not what you sell, it's what you stand for. And sometimes we're all human, we lose sight of what we stand for sometimes, because sure. we're in a hurry, or we maybe it's it's tempting to take those shortcuts from time to time. Absolutely. I think a mission statement can really be a great template for decision making. And the last is I really do think it's important to put your, your mission statement out there for the world to see. It does live on our website. I assume it does on, on your website as well. And if it doesn't, I'm sure it's going to. The one thing I would caution against people though, is so many people look at a mission statement as a marketing exercise and Mm. it's a thousand percent not. Mm. It really is something that is for internal use, but external sharing Mm. want people to see it, but they don't get to contribute to it. Your team contributes to it. It's not a marketing exercise. It's who, do you know, why do we do what we do? What, What is our purpose? Why do we exist? And so, I just thought it was a pretty interesting article and and I wanted to really kind of dig a little deeper into that. And I didn't know if you had any additional thoughts before we transition to the next topic.
0: Yeah. So again, I do think that it's been helpful for us to kind of, I I think, you know, whether it's a mission statement, a purpose statement, whatever, I think um, uh, the other thing that we have and you've heard, I mean, delivering marketing joy is our sort of tagline. And for a while I struggled with whether or not that was our mission or whatever, but I will say that that has helped us, just the delivering marketing joy concept has helped us make decisions. Oh, sure. Um, and I I think I've said this before to you, but it was funny when I knew two things happened. Number one, I knew we were onto something when my customers started saying it back to me. Sure. And number two, I knew we were onto something when my employees started using it against me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, that's correct. You
0: know, because they would say, well, I don't know that this is a thing that will deliver marketing joy. Oh, crap.
1: Yeah. They're listening. When, when I... <laughs> When when I think of of your legacy, I I will all, my first thing is always delivering marketing joy. To me, that's one mm. of the greatest things you've come up with, and, Ooh, and nice. so and I mean that as a, as a compliment. I mean it, to me that is when I that's not your mission, but it is your vision. Right, very big difference there. Your vision is to always deliver marketing joy, and so mm. I think that's a great great distinction there. So good good conversation, Kirby.
0: Do you have another topic we should dissect, discuss, debate? I I do. I'm excited about this one. This is one I've actually had for like a month and I keep pushing it off. So today I think is a perfect day. So um, there's a trucking company telling gamers to take it outside. So Schneider National is looking to hire drivers and they've placed in-game billboard ads on American Truck Simulator, a popular video Mm -hmm. game that lets, and apparently it lets players load, drive, park 18 wheelers in excruciating detail right and so the Mm -hmm. game penalizes you if you break road rules even simulates different types of transmissions and and all kinds of stuff so a and they're using these to recruit new talent into the trucking profession um which is short of a record number of drivers sure so number one i guess and, and i guess this is really it is What do you think of this? Do you think this is a good idea to try and attract and um, talent to the trucking industry?
1: Sure, why not? I mean, yeah, I I mean, you go, you and I talk about this and I think it's kind of one of the fundamental things we we should focus on more as marketers, but we lose sight of very easily as marketers. You go where the people are. Yes. So (laughs) if your audience is playing video games, then yeah, you put ads in video games. To me, the bigger question is why the hell would someone want to play a video game where they're parking trucks in excruciating detail? And to me, that's where I feel like as a society, we've jumped the shark. We don't really want truck drivers. We just want to play being a truck driver. That being said. Um, I think it's actually very, very smart. Uh, You know, it's a great way for supplementary income for the video game developer. Mm -hmm. It adds a sense of realism to the video game for the people who do play it when they see real advertisements for real product. Uh, Reminds me of when... Uh, back in the eighties when they wouldn't have Coca-Cola would be just like generic Cola, you know, and, and that always like broke the suspension of disbelief. Right. Yeah. When you're in a movie, it, it was like, it was like screaming at you that, that this isn't a Coke. It's not a Coke at all. <laughs> yeah. Now you have those things in there and it feels more natural, more realistic. So I think it helps the gamer. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the, uh, the trucking company, It's a, it's a great way to recruit people who enjoy sitting and driving as it is now Let's just put you in a moving vehicle as opposed to your couch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was brilliant. It's one of the reasons I've kept the topic for so long. Cause I'm like, I, I think it's exactly what I, I talk about this a lot. When I talk about the transition in my career, like when I first started in the promo industry, I would drive to an industry uh, industrial park, park my car oh, and man. walk to all the buildings. Cause that's where my customers were. And when I talk, about the transition to creating content, I'm like, well, I'm doing that because I'm going where my customers are. And I think it's brilliant that they're doing this. Not to mention you're recruiting people who are interested in it, but probably have a bit of an um, ability because they've actually done it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just, hey, I need a warm body. This is someone who's actually done, you know, the work when it comes to the game. So I think it's brilliant.
1: A lot of people make fun of video gamers, right? It's kind of a, a bunch of dorks playing video games. I play video games sometimes to take stress out. I still do. I'll, I'll admit it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think you know I'm fascinated with f one and I still mm-hmm. yeah, love right. F one. And I uh, just got the new game, the the new release. I the only new game I ever buy. I always buy like a year or two old game A because I'm cheap and B because it's new to me. I don't care. But I got the new one. And what's interesting, the the level of detail is so ridiculous. That did you and I don't think people realize is the F1 drivers themselves use the video game. Now, granted, they have certain seats and steering wheels equipment I don't have, but they use the video game to practice the track before they go to the races. Mm. So there it's it's amazing what they do with the video games in, in, in terms of you know, like you said, somebody's already interested in it and there is, you know, and they might have the skill and ability. And that's where I was going with that F1 comparison. There is that uh, uh, aspect to it. So it's very interesting, but you do go where the audience is. You know, we we joke a lot or we hear a lot, Facebook's dead. It's for the olds and da, 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 da. I'm sorry, but if 90% of your audience lives on Facebook, then you better be focused on Facebook. Yeah. You, can, you can talk about threads or TikTok or whatever, but if the majority of your audience is on what you might consider an aging platform, it's not their responsibility to follow you. It's your responsibility yeah. to go to them.
0: Yeah, no, I agree 100% on that. And I, it was funny because I was in a meeting um, just this week, I think, um, where we were, someone was lamenting video games as one of the reasons that they aren't able to hire people. And I think that's, it brought this topic back to the top of my yeah. mind. Cause I'm like, okay, we can bitch about reality or yeah. we can live in reality and make the most of it. Those are our choices, right? And so yeah. if, if video games are where your prospects are living, yeah. go there and make it Absolutely. interesting for them. So yeah, I, I just thought that was kind of fascinating.
1: And people should look down at, it's a nice stress reliever sometimes to, you know, just yeah. play a, a half hour of a video game. Anyway, you know what, Kirby? I think we need to cool off. We've had some hot topics here. We need to cool it down and we need to think about our friends over at Evans, how they make things so much easier for all of us, man. You want an easy experience. You want a cool experience. You want a nice easy experience. Can't do better than Evans manufacturing. You heard the sage reviews we read earlier. And honestly there, that's two of quite literally hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of them. Um, so it's really a no-brainer. They make every single order easy as possible for you, the distributor. And again, they're nominated for a supplier star. So if you would do them the honor, if you've worked with Evans and you've had a great experience, and I'm sure you have, head over to ppai.org supplierstar And again, if you're going to be at ASI Chicago in a couple of weeks, head over to their booth, number 200, hard to miss. It's gonna be right there. I'm gonna. There's a good chance I'm going to be there hanging out because I want things easier for me. So, hey, uh, hope to see the people there at the Evans booth in Chicago. And Kirby, I want to say thank you for having the courage to do this podcast with me today. Thanks, buddy. Let's drive a truck. That's right.